What's up, Tom? Hey, bud. We're back. We are back. Thanksgiving. Yeah, two-week hiatus, you know? Yes. Uh, we had a flight companion uh, the week before, yeah, right? that was correct? great. Yeah, that was a blast. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that go. was on a Thursday night, correct? Yeah, and it didn't oh. go too late. Sorry, I got the sound on. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, let's hear if uh, the sound is yeah, Let's see if the levels are on. All right, but... Um, how was your Thanksgiving, my man? Oh, really good, really good. Low key. Um, I worked Friday, so we didn't go. I didn't go too crazy Thursday. Sometimes we we go hard at my dad's pool table, full bar, all cool shit. But amazing dinner at my dad's. All the traditional stuff. I worked out that morning. We usually do a good um, open mat uh, on uh, holidays. Yeah, on all holidays we kind of do because everyone's around. So we really crushed it. Everyone showed up, and then we went and crushed food. What's everyone? Uh, everyone, big group, you know what I mean? Just just a yeah, big Yeah, I, I saw the picture. Yeah, yeah. Like they post a big picture sure. of like holiday uh, Sundays yeah, and yeah, all you, that Yeah, and cool usually stuff. it's a good turnout. You know, you'd think people would want to be home with their families, but no, nope, we want to go and choke each other. Well, yeah. Earn I mean, the meal. You know, uh, I, I would imagine it helps you uh, deal with the stress when oh. you get to the, 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 the For the anything. Meal and stuff for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Any stress relation, for, it know. goes out the window when uh, jujitsu comes. Yeah, you can't, so you can't think of anything else when someone's slobbering all over you. Nice. By the way, Tommy, a uh, nice hoodie you got to oh, wear yeah, in there. Uh-huh. Would you like to, uh, you know, uh, st- uh, well, well, I don't know if you can stand up, but uh, you can turn around in that chair. Just Yeah, well, you can stand up. Now turn around. I want to see the back of it. Show people there. Uh, it's got the... The Room Podcast logo on the back. So, uh, New England in the front. If you like them, want to buy one, want to support, uh, they are, I think, $40. It's like $9. It is. Isn't it a nice one? So, when I have a zip down, those are usually thin, thick ones. The pullovers are thins. Nice and thick, nice and warm for the winter. People sleep in them. Oh, yeah. My wife fucking sleeps in a hoodie every night, you know? And I I gear down, you know what I mean? We have different temperatures, me and her. Nice. Yeah, it's good. I'm a. I run hot, so I don't like blankets. I I gear down yeah, when yeah, I sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every so often, I'll roll my feet up in it if I need it. Or yeah, if you need like it. That. Yeah, but I stick yeah, my okay. feet out the, the end and stuff. Yeah, that's me too, Love man. It. Love it. Yeah, As a kid, I used to think things would grab him and shit because I used to watch yeah, all would. the fucking shit. And yeah, scary movies. The good like scary movies. Fucking Exorcist really oh, yeah. did it for me. Man. That one. Yeah, that, that shaking. That yeah. fucking changed your whole generation. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Didn't it? Uh-huh. I was afraid of Satan for like years. Yeah. Like afraid, like I was going, uh, like the devil was going to get. Did you me. think you had to pray and really go to church yes, to be really a good did. boy? It really yeah. fucked, yeah. fucked me up as a kid. You thought man. you had to be that, a good boy from that now was on. A bad movie yeah. for me. Good shit. And my mother was really Catholic yeah. at the time. So you yeah. knew I, it. Fuck. Like, <laughs> so sh- Italian Catholic. Right? You're glorious. Italian, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Doing it, go figure. I don't want to yeah. be too presumptuous, though. But it was, uh, yeah, it was, that evil uh, eye. You know? Yeah, it was excellent. It was a good. It was a good time. Yeah, back then. Yeah, good upbringing, right? Devil, devil movies and shit like that. But yeah, I had a good Thanksgiving. I sorry. I work all the time, so I yeah. did work, but I got out at uh, like three o'clock, and my sister was having her, you know, everyone over there, cool. and that started at two, so I didn't miss much. And then I actually went out and watched the Dallas game yeah. at uh, the dive bar. I play, uh, I play high low jack at. So it was a good I night for me. feel like I didn't even make it to the Patriots game Saturday night because I was or Friday, Thursday night on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but, I didn't watch much of it because no. you know, yeah, I was you're doing your thing on my phone and yeah, doing shit, watching fights and Fucking, shit. At the yeah, bar. I was like. All over it, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it was a good night for me. Thanksgiving was nice, you know. Good, good, good food. A little extra money. Uh, oh, yeah. st- oh, cool. Uh, Walter and um, and um, Joey are ready to go. Ready to rock. We're gonna talk for a couple more minutes. Cool. And have them on. I'll let them, let me just message them. Uh, let's say eight, eight, uh, eight sixteen. Give us eight. three minutes. <laughs> give you give it a weird number. Uh, three minutes. I said. Three I'm still looking at your and... your clock. That's still on uh, pre uh, daylight savings time. 
dude. I, <laughs> should I just, you know what? Someone made me that clock. I know. It's a nice piece. It is nice. If when you, you know, not to critique it or anything, but when you get close to it, you know it was made by, you know, someone with child. Love, yeah, child. Not, not, you know, perfect. Perfect. Not made by a child, you're saying. Not made from a sweatshop. And, uh, uh, no, and, it was, you know, crafted. Yeah. It's a one and done. Yeah. That thing. That's cool. Custom yeah. piece. It is. Yep. It is. Um, Good shit. So that was it, man. Mm. We had no podcast last week. A lot of controversy. No. Not controversy, but, you know, me being a big mouth online, yeah, sending good yeah. memes out there. Yeah. Sending, dude, one exploded yesterday. It was fucking great. It's still going. Saw People that. Say, I was oh, reading that. Yeah. Good, I was on that thread. There was like, when you when you start mentioning inbred and uh, <laughs> doing cousins yeah. in the, the back of the yeah. bands, man. The insults start flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a that's you the good know shit. you got yeah. a good one. Yeah, that's bro. a good content. Yeah. Fucking that, good those shit, are the hot man. takes. Oh, it's bad. Uh-huh. The Pierce one, you're talking, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was that's looking at that. One, that's what I'm talking about. I was that's looking at that boy. this morning. Yeah, I know. I know. And I, I, it's funny. Yeah, that, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's, um, you know, sometimes, hey. I, listen, I laughed my ass off when I was making that meme last I bet, night. I bet. I used that before for Dan Dubuque when he won the mm-hmm. CES uh, featherweight title mm-hmm. when he went in and and uh, after three years and he went and I said oh, it. Yeah. Dan Dubuque walking out of CES yeah. with the, after three years off. So Same shit. It fits. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to use it all the fucking time, man. It's, a, it's relevant. A, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. That's and I don't get kicked off Facebook for it. It's no. fucking amazing. No, there's no violence. There's no, no uh, nudity. balls, but it, you know, it yeah. looks like sand balls. <laughs> exactly. Don't do tell them that it's that. You know, no. Mark Zuckerberg well, might be watching right now. right now. They have no idea. Zuckerberg's watching YouTube. Fuck him. Fuck him. Pay me. So, well, we're going to have Joey... Uh, Gomez and uh, Walter Catito on it in like one minute. Uh, before that happens, I just want to do this. Oh, let's let's get to the hoodie, and then uh, we'll get to Walter and um, and Joey. All right, so I have a hoodie video, okay. how to get it online. So I'm just gonna play that and talk yep. about it, and then we'll get these yep. fellas on the line. Yep, so uh, there it is, right there, guys. Mm-hmm. If you go to NewEnglandMMA.org and you go to shop and hit the, you know, you can go to the curses on the left, and it has uh, certain fighters uh, that we have their gear, mm-hmm. fighters that we manage, a couple of fighters that just wanted their gear on there. Sure. That we can give you that option too. You just hit that fighter's name, or you go to NEMA. And it brings you right to our store where we have hats, T-shirts. Those hats are nice, too. Yeah, the hats are really nice. Uh, All different colors, everything. I mean, you'd be there for an hour looking Mm -hmm. at everything you want. Christmas is coming. Get some gifts. So I want to give a shout-out. I don't remember remember his name, but some dude bought four articles off the website last week. Uh, Two for Colin Robinson, Mm -hmm. one of our amateurs that's going to be turning pro probably in 2023. Uh, and he bought two uh, Nima. Awesome. Two uh, Nima things. So they're nice uh, pieces I'm, out there. I'm, so. I'm glad to. I'm a hoodie. Let's say I'm a hoodie connoisseur, and this is top notch. So yeah, that's oh wrong wrong screen there. Um, so yeah, that's that's how you get to that. All right. So where is uh, oh I gotta shut. That's why I, I shut the video off. Hey. I need uh, Jamie. I need Jamie in the corner. Mm-hmm. Even though it's getting a little better, I'm getting a little more you're comfortable. Good. Yeah, you're Jamie. You're Jamie, Jamie and Joe. You're Jamie I'm, and Joe. And, and a couple more. Yeah. There. Yeah. And yeah, maybe uh, Tim Dillon. You know him? No. He's he's just another psycho fucking podcaster. You need to listen to more podcasts. I know I do, yeah. but I gotta. You know what I gotta do? And I always when I'm in Walmart with my door, I gotta get earbuds yeah. that I don't. I because I don't have them. I live with an earbud in my ear at work all day long. But I'm like long. listening to it, on, and, I, yeah. and I lose track. I just sure. have to keep it in my pocket, and uh, I'm going to do that, Tommy. Next week, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I'll get earbuds. I'll, I'll shoot you some, uh, some suggestions. Send me that guy. Yeah, yeah. send me a couple. I, I have a fucking 300 on all my right, phone. All right, I'm going to uh, see if these guys are ready. Cool. Ready? They're together at the gym? 
Uh, I don't know how they're no. calling in. No. I'm, I got them as a group, cool. so I don't know if they're going to be using one phone, uh, two phones. It's uh, it. What do I know? We're going to figure out no. what's going to go on right now. Let me shut this down just in case they. Uh, um, all right. I should have played the uh, the hoodie video while I was calling them, but yeah. you know what I mean. It is what it is. All right, let's see what happens. Super here. producer. We are calling Joey and Walter. Yeah, they could be separate if they're if they're calling both accounts. Well, I put them in a group chat. Yeah. Only one has to answer a phone, and yeah. they can both like you know hug each other. Hey, there's Joey oh. going. What's up, my man? Is uh Walter in the same area as you? Is he home or something? Yeah, he's gonna be. His ugly ass right here. Nice. Oh, he's gonna be with you. All right, that works out fucking great. All right, let me uh, let me get you uh situated on the screen. But uh, jo uh, cheers, my brother. How you doing? Joey, you see us from over here. You're up there. Uh, that's Tommy. I don't know if you uh. What's up, guys? Tommy hey. is my co-host. He's been with me probably about uh six what, seven how months, long, six seven eight months before is the summer, beginning right, of the summer. Let me we get started. These guys in here. There's no, there's no, there's no holding up here. Yeah, right. We're, we're going. Take care of that in post. <laughs> I gotta bring him down. Uh, there they are. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Gotta get the good frame. You got, you guys are looking good. Yeah, I gotta get him in. Oh, you fucked up. What you do? Don't worry. I got it all going here. What's up, gentlemen? Shit, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right, bro. I just got to shrink you down a little bit so I can uh, fit you in uh, where we got here. But um, give me uh, give me a second. Hey, guys, you at the gym right now? Yeah. So it was a big training night. What kind of night is a Wednesday night at KTA? Are we, are we starting the show? Yeah, we're already on, bro. Been, You're already live. We've been man. live, buddy. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, dude. Hey, we don't fuck around no, here, we, man. Going... You're live. We 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 would have uh, we would have let you like say anything, but it's hard as far night for us at the gym right now. So we just wrapped up. Uh, we did five minute rounds for an hour straight, and it was just you know full MMA with little gloves on, just getting after it and getting these guys to kind of, you know, one flow spar, two not kill each other, and three really just work the technical aspect of it so that we could you know create scramble and, and win the transitions. Um, well, dude, you've been doing a lot of that with uh, these kids coming up, man. Let's talk a little bit about it. You guys have been busy as fuck, man, on these local cards, man. Two in a row. Uh, how many fighters did you have in the last, uh, you know, in the last month that competed as amateur MMA kickboxing? One, four, six, eight. We have uh, eight or nine, nine fights. Eight, and how'd the team do it overall as, uh, as far as all those fights? Uh, we like this time. This time we were, we was like 50-50. We won. We, we lost. We start, actually we start really bad. We ended actually actually really well. Uh, uh, and we we ended 50-50. Like we been, like the last the last the last two events. The last two like ways we've been doing the fights is like we have seasons in the in the team, right? So. This season was like the last month, and we did have like a, a at least three to four events. No, counting with Jiu-Jitsu. So in that time, uh, we go 50-50. We won. I think we won like five, and we lost four, something like that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what we did this one. 
Well, well, the last card you won two titles. Is that correct? One in kickboxing and one uh, in uh, amateur uh, MMA. Correct. Yes, correct. We won. Uh, Mike Jolico won the one fifty five uh, kickboxing title, um, and Josh Medeiros won the one twenty five uh, MMA MMA combat zone title. Now, uh, Mike uh, Jolliker, he had uh, TKO, correct? Both of them had TKOs in that fight, correct? Man, Mike destroyed his opponent, man. He uh, he worked <clears throat> he worked that the game plan perfectly and caught him in the transitions, like I was just talking about a second ago. And uh, he ended up head kicking the dude in the break, and he uh, broke his orbital, Oof. broke his nose. So like it was it was pretty devastating, there. and this was like with protection pads you know with oh. shin pads and everything else on it was yeah. just mike is such a stud right now and and mike is also he's he's in the mma also he's one in one in mma correct correct um i i was a witness to his first uh amateur mma fight um i don't know if that was a submission but i think his hands got him to the ground where uh he threw in a slick submission what have you seen out of this kid since uh, you know that fight when I think back in 2021 for Neff, is that when he started his amateur career or or the beginning of 2022? Uh, we before like Mike, Mike, Mike. In the last year, he been having around eight fights this year. Uh, we smokers, like he did some smokers just to stay active. Mike is 90 years old, so he have you know a future of him. Uh, it's just good and getting experience. The experience is something really important that we have to get. Uh, uh, that's what he's working on. Uh, he did the two kickboxing after he lost his first MMA fight. Before that, he was in big uh, in all the kickboxing smokers. Uh, he lost in the MMA fight. It was funny because like was the only time he didn't really use his striking. So... As a funny thing, say okay, now you will do kickboxing. <laughs> <laughs> now strike. Yeah, that was uh, his his loss. His last MMA fight was a, a submission loss, um, so he really didn't get going in there. What was uh, you know, I didn't see that fight. What what did you see that well was kind of his downfall in that fight? And what do you see in improvements? I mean, we didn't see it because he's kickboxing. But what do you see in the gym as far as improvements? In his overall MMA game since that last MMA fight, I think Mike's just was nervous. It was his first time really competing on you know in that kind of stage, and you know he's he's super young, man. So you know this, he's never done any kind of combat sports, so he's truly learning how to compete, which is just so for a coach from a coach's standpoint, it's, it's a co every coach's wet dream, man, because you're just teaching him everything how to compete mm -hmm. you know how to prepare he shows up every day regardless if he's you know tired sick or sore like he's just he's putting in the work and he's i, I dude training with mike is not fun <laughs> sucks right <bro. laughs> i'm turning 37 this little piece of shit out of him like oh money or something i, I don't know <laughs> i just fucking make a dog fight when I can with him, you know? Well, dude, I've been at some of your uh, shock tank rounds, and, uh, man, you, you two guys are no joke. So, uh, you know, for him to, for you to say that about a young kid coming up like that, man, that's, uh, that, that's a stud to, to look out for, man. Um, as far as the kid he fought, he fought, um, he, how was the kid that he actually fought? I mean, I know he came out of a good gym in Sparrows. Um, 
you know, how is that kid as far as, you know, he's hurt now, but, you know, was that, was that, um, it was a, was a, it was a title fight. That kid was 2-0, but looking at the, that kid's past couple of fights, how was he? Well, Josh, I like Alfie. The Josh, or yeah, we talk about Josh, right? No, no, I'm, 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 well, I'm talking about the opponent that uh, Mike had. Like, as far as that oh, kid, how, like, I know he was undefeated. How was his game as far as, uh, you know, coming up? I, uh, I, to be honest, I don't think that 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 uh, like that fight was like Mike all day long. Like, uh, the kid don't have the technicality to beat Mike. Um, but that's when we, we talk about the experience. So what's a perfect experience for Mike to say, like, okay, I know I'm better than you. So, okay, I'm going there and perform better than you, right? We always have that, that part, right? Uh, a fight's a fight. I, like, my respect to the, to, 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 to the, to the opponent, he did his job. He put Mike in trouble. He did what he's supposed to do. I, from, I, to tell you the truth, I'm first, like, kid, you're really tough. And, like, I was, like, trying to, like, just, you know, lay down because Mike was hunting that, that kick to the start. And in my view, if you guys see the video, the referee got that saved him, like, a few times. Um, I hear that the kid have a little damage on, on the left yeah. side of the face. Um, and that wasn't for the knockout. That was, like, three kicks before the knockout. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. again, again, the accumulation and all the stuff. So, might be able to keep he composed and still working and keep going for the same thing that we work in the gym. Uh, that was a accomplished for us. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, finishing a really good finish too. Uh, yeah, I just try to give it the best to the, to the opponent. Hopefully he recover and come back. You know what I mean? Thanks out for the kid. Uh, keep on doing, doing your thing. Excellent. Yeah, well, and just to clear the air, like I'm not sitting here gloating, like, you know, gassing my gut for fucking some dude up. But at the same time, it's a fight game. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, what we do is intrinsically dangerous. And so like... <clears throat> And, you know, I, I make the comparison all the time. Like, an amateur today would would smoke a lot of the guys in the pro scene, you know, five, six years ago. It's, yep. the, the game is evolving so quickly. So you just have to be good, even at the amateur level. But, you know, just to kind of waterhole Walter was saying, the kid was tough. He was game, you know. He he stood there in front of Mike, and he made a dog fight. And, you know, it's just... Mike's just on a different level right now, man. Yeah, he's uh he's uh he's a force. Good kid too. I had the opportunity to interview him uh before the fight. Seemed very confident and uh seemed th very thankful for the team he has around for with him. So congratulations on that kid, man. Let's move on to the other dude that uh you were we were gonna move on to. The other uh title winner. Um, who had a, that that kid had a he had a finish also. Let's talk about his growth because I believe I think I seen his first amateur fight was that for Cage Titans. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, yes. So let's talk about him and his growth from that first time uh, we seen him in the cage. Yeah. So say that just to finish really quick about 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 Mike. So. We going back to MMA now. He did what he's supposed to do, so now he learned the lesson. So we want to put that tool into the MMA. So we see next year will be really, really exciting for everybody. Nice. Put the show in there. And Josh, man, Josh, we we did what we need to do in a year. Uh, we've been more than a little more than a year, and we did what we need to do. He came here as a strong wrestler, tough, tough wrestler. So like you know, that's where he are. Um, 
he got to us to 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 get him better on the striking and you know the MMA game all around. Um, dude, he like literally looked like a pro in there. Like he's fighting with a kid, he literally have ten inches of reach on him, and he didn't try to. Go, he tried to take the kid down one or twice, and actually like ah, go be too much work, and he's striking the kid. Don't stop it. He finished the kid in the heads. By the way, uh Whoa, we didn't talk, but so that come out. <laughs> he hurt his hand. Give us the dirt. What? what? He hurt his hand in the second round. He really hurt his hand. Like I mean, he, he just broke his arm yeah. broke in the his second arm. round and finished the fight. And finished the fight with striking, never showing a little bit. That's the professionalism that, that the yep. king have. You know what I mean? Like it's just, just insane. We like again, we. We'll take a few months to hit recovery. We come back on the work. You know, we put all this stuff together. We see it now. Obviously, we never stop training. You know, we have the mental game. We have the strength conditioning. He, he, he's, he's in the lab already, lab working again. But, um, yes, like in a year, now he's a striker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the, kid, the kid he went against, uh, Brendan DeMora, that kid is a legit... Amateur man, he's always in a dog fight. Uh, I've seen him two or three times at Cage Titans. Uh, a couple of wins there, dude. So he fought a pretty legit um, amateur prospect in New England, man. So congratulations with that that whole win right there, bro. I hundred percent. Um, I want to like really recall something. Uh, you know, just before before the end of the fight was an uh, accident knee in the face, and Josh was targeting the targeting the body, and he. She go and kick the kid. Dude, that kid get up and say, let's go, Gavin. That's a championship. That kid have a future, man. Like That's, like, stuff that I respect. That's more stuff make a yeah. difference. Like, I, like, like that kid get up and say, let's go finish the job. I'm, we can go for it, man. Like, But that's what it has to be. You're amateur. You want to learn. You want to be more, as much time you can be in there, right? Not take yeah. the easy way around. around. Yeah. So, my respect for that kid. Good yeah, job. like awesome. was, was amazing to see it. It's Definitely. really cool to see these guys having that that opportunity to you know to compete and to and to grow their skill set. You know, it wasn't like when when we were coming up where it's like, listen, you wanted to fight, you go pro or you didn't fight. And so like to see like kind of like as I digress a couple of conversations back, but uh, to see the level that that these guys are training at, you know what I mean? They're they're legit professional athletes. You know that just aren't getting paid yet, and uh, and we bring that that kind of seriousness to the gym every time they walk through the door. Of like, hey, it's all fun and games, dude, but now it's time to now it's time to work. Put your hands up. You know. Well, well, Joey, let's let's move on to uh, you know a couple of things. One thing being. As far as getting these uh, these kids these, uh, ready for fights and choosing who they're going to be fighting to get the experience, how do you go about that? I mean, I'm sure you get a handful of fighters or fights offered to you uh, for these kids. Uh, whose finger was that over there? <laughs> Walter's the master game player All right, here. So, so, I mean, it looks like you guys are taking the toughest fights. Uh, for these kids, you know what I mean? Uh, you got title fights here, uh, experienced fighters that you're going against. How do you pick the fights that these kids are uh, getting? I mean, I've seen other... It seems the am- it's. It seems like the amateur fighters get the more 
challenging fights than than new pros and uh, the mid pros out there now, man. How do you go about picking a fight for one of your young guys there? Um, so it is just a start to the point that like we are uh, like a new amateur team, right? Like we are amateur team. Most of the, we have three. We have Germany. We have Jeff. They just come pro. Like we lost. We have Joey still here. Myself considered a pro fighters. We have around like five, six pro fighters. But our our strength right now is like to to uh, amateur guys, right? That that we building right now. Um, I asked them like to the start, like wh what you want to become, right? Are uh, you want to go to the cage to 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 fight to have fun? Because if it's that, I I, I can do that for you. I can train you enough to go there and survive. Uh, uh, where's your goal, right? Uh, no, okay, I want to be the, the amateur champion, sure. Okay. Most of the guys, that, that most of the guys, the answer will be, I want to be a professional fighter, right? But not just a professional fighter, I want, I want to be elite. So like, okay, what we talk about right here, if you want to be, be elite, so why would be the point to fight the tougher guys in the amateur region? Like we're talking about fighting in some point international, right? We're talking about UFC, we're talking about Bellator, all the things, right? So if we cannot take the challenges now, if we cannot take the experience now, how we go think that we can achieve what, what, what they're asking for, right? So that's one part how I decide to take the fight. Outside that, they like, I take right fights. No, they say that like my kids, my guys have the advantage, but a fight that makes sense. Oh, the kid is the kid is not 20 years old. The other kids is 20 years old. They're both five eight. They're like they're both been training for four years. Come on, put yeah. it there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most of I will tell you the truth. I have guys they only been training one year. Woods been training two years. Um, I had to watch it out with guys they've been training six and seven years because they're they I guess they don't believe me, right? Like but that's that's where it is. I asked, I asked. And people, hopefully, they're honest, right? I'm honest. The guy been training a year, two years. This is the level. Like, you know what I mean? That's, I want to fight to make sense to evolve my guys, especially in the local area, right? I like, that's the goal. Because at the end of the day, like, if I don't get better here, I know we'll be able to achieve what I wanted. Absolutely. Not only that, too, Steve, like, you know, obviously, we're watching tape, and we're gonna we're gonna scout the guys out. We're gonna see what the strengths and weaknesses are. We're gonna check to see for giving up reach. You know, what their stance is, all the the regular stuff when it comes to game planning. But like, everybody wants to be a fighter until it's time to fight. You know what I mean? Until it's the third round and your face is busted up, and you know you're like, "Cut me, Nick." You know. But at the same time, like. You'll see a lot of guys pad people's records, right? And they'll get to, you know, five, six to no, and then they fight their first guy that is just as game as they are, and they fold. Or they don't perform to their full potential. I don't want to use the word fold. They don't perform to, to, their, to their peak potential, you know? And so I think, you know, we're always streaming in the gym, you know, from David Goggins, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Love David you know, Goggins. And, you know, the more that you're uncomfortable in the gym, the harder that you you push yourself in the gym, or the or the more grueling the practice when you when it's the when it's the the fourth minute of the third round of the fight or the the fourth minute of the fifth round of the fight, they've been there. They know that they're not going to quit. 
you know, and I, I pride myself on, on the guys on the team. I'm like, man, I know more about you than I do some of, you know, some of my family. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know what it looks like when you're thinking about giving up. I know what you look like when you want to quit. And I'm not going to let you do that. We're always going to push you forward and, and pull the best out of you each time. Um, question about new pros. I know, um, you got to get that experience. You want to build their confidence in this, and no one wants to start off as a, a pro career as own one. Uh, even though it's a learning experience, it's still, how do you go about that? I mean, I would imagine it's a little different, um, because now it counts on your record. My point, uh, not my point, but as I see, yeah, um, maybe a couple of Fights as a pro, your your first and second, you get uh, the experience fighting not that potential that you're used to, uh, that opponent that you're used to as an amateur in uh, you know skill level, but I think once uh, you're out of two or three fights, man, you should be fighting somebody that is equal or maybe a little better than you, as far as to see where you are and see if this game is if you're going to be a regional level fighter. Or you're going to move on to those Bellators and UFC. How do you go about the new pros and how do you think, you know, maybe those um, five and more fighters in the pro levels uh, are, are, are seeing things in the new generation? Um, We're here. We good? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I've talked like for 10 minutes. Uh, no, it's so good. It's so good. Um, <laughs> This is crazy, right? I have this theory, like now everybody will come crazy, which is good. Like I have the theory about a pro, right? Every fighter have their pro, the way they're going, and they're, they're, they're kind of like, they click more in one fight, they click less in the other fight, they go in the point where like, they're like, this is it, this is it. Like, that's how I want to fight. That's why I want it. And when they start mastering this, they go to the point like, this is who I am, right? And now it's like, I will fight everybody with myself, right? Like, this is who I am, I start fighting. Um, as a fighter, like, I never took a fight thinking that I would win, because I always think, I always thought that, like, everybody trained as hard as I was training. Yeah, I was training really hard. Like, and, like, I wasn't nothing else, like, wasn't nothing else, no was one more hour or a minute in my day that I didn't put into my training, that I can, to not be responsible, right? So, I always was like, okay, Everybody's have the possibility to, to beat me. So I, I always want to go in there and challenge myself and get better. Like, they don't have, like, nice. how the ties day, that the time people say, like, you enter your heart so you can come back stronger next time. So it's kind of the same philosophy, right? So saying that, too, like, we, we play the game, right? I study every day. That's all I do right now. So I study the local the local circle, I study every fighter. I I have already four or five fighters that I know in two years we go get it. I have all the guys that maybe in three, three months we go fight and fight them. I already see like, you know, if I I have the champion here and now I have to fight the champions, right? So I already scouting everybody around. Like I checking their style, checking their performance, checking the if they're evolving and looking their weakness. Um, I studied them, I studied my own guys, seeing their weakness, seeing what, what they think they can beat us. So when they get, they get surprised. So it's just playing the game consistently, you know? I, and that's how I pick the fights. And that's how we like, we have a conversation with my fighter. We talk about like 
what we can, what he want to do first, because it's his path, you know what I mean? Whatever he wants to do first. Um, and after, you know, we have a conversation and he asked me for, for what he want, I go give you the answer back. If I can provide that, if I can provide that, we go for it. And that's the, the normally how the fights happen most mostly. Um, you know, I, I try to talk with everybody. I want to understand them, why they're doing it, what they want. Um, if I can provide, I will do it. If I can't, I will tell them I can't. You know what I mean? So I try to be as honest as I can. So, yeah. Because- Giving him, yeah. you know, not that false sense. I mean, you letting them know exactly where they stand in the fight game. And they're, I mean, you're honest with them. So they let you know exactly the path if they want to, you know, be that elite or they just want to, you know, do it as fun, man. So um, or they just think they can 100%. do it. Like, you know, kind of like what I said earlier, everybody wants to be a fighter until it's just exactly. like, yo, this is a lot of work. Until you get punched. And like, yeah, it is. It's, it's your life, you know, it's. It's strength and conditioning. It's road work. It's freaking jujitsu, wrestling, Muay Thai. It's and it's it's the grind. You know, you never stop. But like to your point or to your question, at three fights, at three, if you're three and zero, oh, you're doing something right as a professional, right? So yeah, absolutely. At four and zero, oh, you should be testing yourself, right? Because guys are getting signed to the UFC at five, six, you know, five, six, seven and zero. Oh. You know, the days of having to go. You know, ten and 0, 12 and 0, 15 and 0, those are gone because everybody was just cam blasting. So they fought freaking ten or fifteen bums, and then they they fought somebody that was legit on the up and up, or somebody that was uh, that the UFC was looking at, and that's how they were getting in. Or everybody freaking used tough to get into the UFC. You know what I mean? So not anything against anybody that's been on tough. That was one of you know one of my dreams as I was a, a young and up and coming fighter. It just didn't my my road to the UFC didn't come to fruition like that. Uh, however, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think we're doing them any favors by by padding the record. But at the same time, I do, I can't discount or discredit longevity in saving their brains, right? Because at the end of the day, these are still people, you know, and and they're people that are near and dear to our heart. So obviously, we don't want to put them in a situation where they can get hurt. However. It's kind of double-edged sword, like, come on, dog. Like, you wanted to be a professional fighter. Like, you fight people for money. Like, you know, I, I can only fight. show well, you so much, and then you got to get in there. Well, what, what, one of the big parts right here, like, one of the big parts, like, uh, I don't, personally, I don't consider myself, I create fighters. I create athletes. We create athletes here. Yep. Like, the guys, we, we, we have athletes. We, we teach athletes them nutrition, obviously. <laughs> we have nutrition, but no, but like, again, like, they're, they're athletes. We, we have to hear, like, no, because you lose, you, you, like, that's part of the sport. You have to recognize all that. We have to, we train mindset. We train, we teach them the nutrition and we teach them, like, how to cut weight and all the stuff, all these tools that they, they, they possess, right? Um, I, like in the end of the day, like even if they're not making it to the league, they're supposed to make it. They they learn all these tools, all this stuff. They they just go take it. It's like a college, right? Like I was able, like I was able to be a professional fighter, and after I was able to open a school. Um, in that school, give it back to the sport, give it back to the other people, and I, 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 I have a living, right? All these kids who who 
who know what they've been doing. Now they are disciplined, they're training consistent, they become athletes. And after the end of the day, if they're, you know, if they make it, they, they, they make it lead, because I'm pretty sure they will make a professor. If you survive in here, if you stay with us for the last two, three, five years, you will become professional. I, you know what I mean? I, I can spit at a ceiling and never go drop down. I will be, I will make everybody who stay with me will make key professional by the time. If, if, the, if they want to be like, if and they yeah, be. if they want to be. One more thing before we move on, one more uh, thing. So the, the, one of the most fulfilling parts of watching these guys grow too, is just like that, that always forward, that never quit, that that nobody gives up, you know, mindset. You 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 reiterate this stuff to these guys day in and day out, and then you see it to start to bleed over into other parts of their life, mm-hmm. which is the coolest part. Because I'm like, bro, you're fucking Walter Catito. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, who, who's gonna tell you no? You know what I mean? So that that confidence, that charisma, that 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 self-assurance i mean it's in one it's intoxicating two it's it's uh it's contagious you know what i mean confidence when you when you have a a room full of killers you know what i mean like the whole squad rolls out and you're like yo it's just it just gives you a sense of security that you can't compare and when you guys are talking about creating athletes think 20 years ago that fighters in the ufc were not athletes they were only yeah. fighters yeah. you know wearing sweatpants exactly. yeah I, I i i like it's not telling me wrong like you like ufc obviously is the ultimate goal right in the moment mm-hmm. because it's the best company in the world but who knows in five years is so many other companies actually is that realistic is a realistic comment about these become athletes. They can get a pay. Mm-hmm. They can like we, we do all that here. We we try to do all that here. Like like we try to like you know become responsible. They being influenced. Like if if again I don't know all, everybody else, but the only way that I can become an athlete is being real responsible. I have to train. I train all the time. I don't do have to go to work, eat responsible, like mm-hmm. no mess up with nobody because I tie every day anyway. So it's like this is all beneficial for the society itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for sure. <laughs> it bleeds over into your family life. Yeah. yeah. Well I'm like again it's such a it's such a like again I just I do something that I love every day exactly. and helping other people and you see it in mm-hmm. there they did that it's like a therapist for some some of the kids. Absolutely, they're, they're doing so good. They believe. And and, they, and what I'm seeing and what I've seen with you know you guys bringing up our next generation is that you've been through it. So you've been through the trials and you've been through the you know good and bad times. So you can I mean you're giving these kids advice, and I mean they're so educated now. These kids are making money as the amateurs now. I mean, yeah. they're they're <laughs> mo- they're marketing themselves. Selling so you guys name. are. I mean, you guys are making it more easy on them because you're giving them the tools as far as the fighting and and weeding out and telling them you know what's what you they you think they should be doing. In the past, man, uh, you guys were just thrown to the wolves and fend for yourself and basically, um, you know, asking each other advice and you didn't know what to do. You didn't know what to do, but you all were doing it, just getting in there and fighting. And now it's a, it's, it's a business at the amateur level also, man. It's, it's a, it's, it's crazy how it's evolved. 
So there we go, like to just a little bit of what we're doing here in KTA for the for the we have a, a program, uh a limited program for athletes, right? Um uh, like with the amateur guys, right? We we take we take care of the medicals, like we, we help them how to do the medicals. We even like we we put appointments to do doing the medicals, right? Obviously, it's a financial stuff they have to do. We try to already map, map it up, everything they have to do. We consistent uh, adding more sponsors to help these kids to, to pay for all that. Yeah. Uh, teach them how to do it, like teachers, so they can have a little bit of, of support Social in that media. way. Social media, give it all the information to them so so they, they can have better than us, right? Like. That was something that I really, really looked for so long when I come here. Like I tried, and you know, I come from Japan and I was doing jiu-jitsu. He said, oh, I want to do MMA. And try to look for that gym that can give me all these, uh, all these uh, tools, right? Um, in the moment, wasn't, right? So in that time, me and Joey, we go all around Massachusetts, everywhere, New York. Sometimes we have to go to New York and come back the same day after sparring. Like all this crazy stuff that we did, right? Um, and now we're trying to provide it in one place. So for the people who are realistic, want to become athletes, we have that. And now too, you know, we have a regular program for people who just want to be successful <laughs> in whatever they want, they want it, right? Now, as far as a question, uh, uh, Joey, I mean, what, I mean, we talked about, you know, these fighters getting 5-0, and 6-0, and and maybe not fighting, uh, you know, the potential that they should be fighting to get them ready for that next stage. And when they get there, they, uh, you know, it, it's it's on paper. And the percentages in New England, as, uh, as far as our fighters getting to the UFC, uh, I mean, we got a big losing record there as far as in the last couple of years. What do you think um, can fix that? Is it just that we don't have the means here? in certain camps to compete with mm. other He's smiling. you know other places what do you think can fix that within New England I'll give my opinion after you guys both give your opinion um what, first Joey what, is is there is there a fix here what do you think the fix could be so Walter was so, waiting to answer that. You said that, right? Because coming from California, I, I came from Team Quest and I was being groomed for the UFC at a really, really young age. Like, you know, from 20 years old, you know, I was I was riding on the shoulders of giants. Like, you know, the the, the Dan Hendersons, the Terry Soka Jews, the the Christoph Szczynskis, the Tarek Safferdines, the, the Frank Lesters, the Richie Whitsons, like you name it. Like, so I was exposed to the pinnacle of MMA at the time. Right. And then I moved here to New England and there was definitely like a lapse. Like MMA in New England was like like four years behind what's going on in California and Nevada. Sure. Right. And the difference is the is you, you've got you've got a very, very small percentage of people that have made it to that level. You know what I mean? And I'm not tooting my horn and saying that I've done shit, you know what I mean, but I've been doing this game a really long time and I consider myself one of the better coaches here in New England. Obviously, you got Rob Font and Calvin Cater that are doing their thing, that are competing at the highest level. And then you have Joe Lozon, who's always been doing his thing. But, you know, for a long, long time, they were just missing that kind of experience and coaches that know how to blend it all together, right? For so for so long, it, it hasn't really been until now, right? Like, like the, the generation of 18-year-olds that are coming up right now that have been doing MMA since they were six, like that is the difference, is that, 
we now have the experience here in, in New England to blend it all together to where you're not going to Gracie Baja to do your jiu-jitsu. You're not going to sit your tongue to get your striking in. And then you're going to SOS to get your strength and conditioning in. Like we need, we need like a, a top team mentality or like a top team facility that has it's all encompassing. Like, you know what I mean? You have your strength and conditioning, you have your, you have a, a good freaking fight team of guys, you know, light and heavy. You've got, you know, good striking coaches, good jujitsu coaches, good wrestling coaches, and being able to blend that all in, that's what's going to start to really get us to the next level. How do we get there? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, it's going to take time, but good coaches. Uh, the, the path and the way things are going, as far as in the last three years, I mean, I mean, we're building monsters for the future. I mean, I, I would imagine that's what's going to fix it in the next couple of years. But I see nothing, uh, a, not a quick fix here, man. It's going to be a, a, a progressive kind of uh, change in the guards here, correct? I think I think Joe Lozon and we're doing kind of the same something similar by opening the gym to everybody and having everybody kind of collaborate and come together and be like, hey, I need good work. Come into the gym and let's get it in. You know what I mean? Hey, if we're gonna fight each other, it is what it is, dog. Just fucking, you know, don't show up. I mean, it depending on whose home gym it is, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't show up to fight one of Joe Lozon's guys and come to a Saturday morning practice if I know I'm fighting a Joe Lozon guy, you know? But if I'm not fighting a Joe Lozon's guy, then I'm going to show up to Joe Lozon's and get some good training in. And we kind of saw that happening in Massachusetts, and I was like, why can't we do that here? You know what I mean? Why, aren't the, like, why haven't we created like a New Hampshire top team? So, you know, Walter has been gracious enough to open the gym to other people to come in so we can get that cross-training in so that we can – grow off of each other so we can network and we can build that staple of fighters that we have coming in and out of the doors. But you're, you're absolutely right. There is, there is no, there, I wish there was something, some magical phrase, some abracadabra that I could, I could say do because the amount of talented fighters coming out of New England is ridiculous. We just, we're, we're right there. Um, what I've seen, I think, um, you know, where, there's been a lot of fighters out of New England, like newer pros that were on the cusp, but I think they weren't ready and they were kind of thrown into that fire for that opportunity for the UFC. Um, I like I there's a lot of that going on, I believe. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think, you know, it's it's the record and who they fought. I think some of them needed tougher fights before they got there. I, I've been saying this and people, you know, I've talked to people in the past. Um, it's it's not about staying there. It's about getting there. I mean, but getting there and then not winning or having a losing record that have to come back to the regional level is, I mean, you got there, but I, I want people to stay there. I mean, and yeah. I, I don't really, I mean, I'm not a fighter, so I don't know how to fix it, but I want to see us thrive. I want to be, I am proud of New England. Don't get me wrong. I mean, every part of it and fighters getting there. But I want to see some, and there are some that are staying there, but the majority are not coming back down. Yeah, I want to see them stay there. So I think the chatter and talking more about it and people putting their heads together and you guys creating a nucleus for other people to get together 
and fight other talent and test yourself. I def it's definitely a roadmap to fixing it. It's just I'm an old guy. I don't have that much time. I need. <laughs> I want to. I, I like again. Like again. Like this. This is where we have the chance again. We have athletes now. That's how I. I put it. I put it on. On. On, on this team. On. The, on this team. You know, we create athletes. So more dedicated they come. We have more tools. We. We. We use everything we have. We like. I don't. Nutrition like, science. For me, like. I know we'll get a point that I need to start bringing other people from other places to help us to evolve. Or we go start getting out to challenge ourselves to get more experience. Um, that's the reason that, like, I think, how to say, like, I tried for so long, tried to make it on my own. And I did, I did, I realized that at some point, like, I cannot beat these guys because this guy coming in 20. I'm by myself. Like, I cannot beat them. Because even if I beat one, I cannot beat the second one. Yeah. If I beat the second one, I cannot beat the third one. They already fucking know me how to fight. Yeah. Like, it's tough. They have so much information coming in and out. They've been watching. Like, every single time, all these big games, right? So, that's what we're doing right now. We have a team. We compete consistently. I, we know what we work. We know everybody think that they try to figure out us. But no, we're showing what we wanted to show. So, we can fix it to the point that no, there will be no more holes. Yeah. That makes sense? Yes. Yes. Like we come back and we take that feedback from what we saw in competition and we work what we learn. And this is something that like, this is something that like, it's not just like, again, this team is not just building with me and Joy. This building is teaming with every single athlete here. All these kids going there and putting their bodies, the stuff to just to get that information. So we come back and we come back stronger. When you, what is half, what, what do you think will happen in two years, three years? They like we know we have around twenty-five to thirty fighters, amateur fighters right now. Everybody ready to go. Everybody wanted it to go. You know, everybody yeah. wanted to go. Hungry. We you know, we compete, we have seven guys in one in one show. We compete every other week. Like in that session where we compete and we compete consistent, right? We stop for three months, we fix every we fix every mistake and we fix we evolve whatever works for us, right? It's never, it not gonna be a stop. I don't try to like. I think it, I was I was thinking that I would retire when I'm 100 years old. So I don't try to think as slow as <laughs> no, no, no time soon, right? So um, that's what we'll fix. I feel by the time we get there, that I do it like in two years. But two years we will have more. We will have guys already assembling big shows. I, I, that's my. Uh, my, my approach. I don't just want it to go to UFC. I want it to PFL, Case Warrior, whatever show they want. Everything. Us, right? Because we have so many warriors that are hungry. They want to learn. They want to they want to progress. They want to evolve. Uh, right? One thing I want to say about that, um, you know, Joey has mentioned it, now you mentioned it. Now, in the past, um, we didn't have all these regional shows, nope. uh, you know, for these fighters to get to work and stuff like that. Now, there's more competition out there. Before, you know, even the UFC was kind of standing alone. Now you just mentioned one. You have Bellator, which Bellator pays better than the UFC. Everyone says it. Uh, oh, you know, you know what I mean. For a fight, they'll pay you better than the UFC PFL. for a matchup. Uh, you know what I mean. But now you have competition against UFC. You don't have to. In the past. These young fighters coming up, and even some of the veterans, they thought the UFC was the pinnacle. That's it. That blah, blah, blah. Now, there's a lot of fighters, 
if they're coached well and have the management, the UFC isn't the holy grail all the time. I mean, nope. the percentage of you being the UFC champion in one of those divisions is so small. You want to give that fighter that that confidence that they can be a champion, but you also have options to be champion somewhere else where you can make a great living as far as one, um, you know, yeah, uh, Bellator and these, are, you know, uh, Khabib's, all these promotions Eagle, come. PFL. So fighters have options now. So it, I, I think it's just creating more opportunity for for these fighters. And um, it's putting management, matchmakers, and promotions on edge because they get to fight over fighters at this point. Yeah. As, it, as it should be. And it's happening. It's happening more. Like, you know, at this point, like... I, at this point, like, I normally put fighters in other promotions around here. The only one that I didn't, I didn't have it, the, 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 the lucky to have is Kate Stanley so far. Outside that, we have in Combat Zone, NEF, uh, Combat yeah. FC. They are, like, close for us, are convenience for us, right? Uh, uh, yeah, no. We can sell tickets and we can sell all this stuff. Again, like, I don't try to bring the kid there and don't have no revenue nothing. A lot of these young guys... I try to teach them to 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 learn how to make money, to learn to survive, to learn to like be able to train more, right? I, you know what I mean? Uh, um, I feel everything will change. It's like again, again, I do believe that this is this this sport will be, become bigger. Um, um, if you have people who actually believe on the sport itself, like you can create. Education, it's, it's academy, right? You create yeah. education for them. Um, it's benefits. They, we truly have a, a MMA gym in every, in every, in every city. Yeah. You right? Yeah. Sure. Right? You have, you have people who like, it, like they just, you have fighters that just, they was, they, they are, they was something before they know, just they don't know it yet. Right, mm -hmm. yep. you know what kind of pisses me <laughs> off now that I'm thinking about it is like how much emphasis people put on world champion, right? And they think that you know to be a world champion in Europe is fucking really easy because Europe is about the size of the United States. You know what I mean? But when you hear that that national MMA title in the in the United States, everybody they ah, they kind of write them off because oh, he's well, just a national title. Well, the United States is bigger than the majority of the countries in the world. I mean. China's got one on us, Russia's got one on us, but that's neither here nor there. You know, so like the, the amount of talent that's that's coming, you know, and, and just this is a little off topic, but like like for instance, wrestlers, like amateur wrestlers, collegiate wrestlers, they didn't have any avenue oh, they're coming now. after after college. Yeah. It was either go to WWE, <laughs> right? Or get a fucking sales shop. I mean, I don't know. Whatever you got a degree in. Right, but now you're seeing so many wrestlers transition to MMA, and dude, that shit's dangerous. You know what I mean? That wrestler mentality, yeah. that mental toughness. Yeah, you can't teach that shit. J Joey, I uh, like I'm an old guy. I graduated in '84. I wrestled as in high school, and then some of the kids that when I graduated, they went all to uh, college to wrestle. They were really good, you know, great wrestlers, state champions, and then. I'm like, you know, seeing him at like a, an outing or I saw him out somewhere. Hey, I said, would, would you ever do your wrestling? And they said, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was nothing to do after college, maybe the Olympics. 
There's, there was nothing. This was, I mean, we're going back, uh, you know, UFC is what, 26, 27 years old now. 25. Yeah. When, when I was in, when I was in high school and you know, when these the UFC wasn't around, so there was nothing for these kids and that just, you know, and now what you're talking about, these wrestlers, you know, that base is, I mean, if you look at the, the champions in the UFC, you know, not so much today, but, you know, in the last three years, wrestling and that base has been a dominant factor in there. 100%. 100%. I, again, like, everything changes. Like, again, like, I think it's part to, like, educate the community and try that in here, right? And try to educate the community about MMA. Oh, two guys fighting in the cage? No. Listen, mm-hmm. this takes a lot, like yeah. training, consistent, MMA, Jiu-Jitsu. If you understand what these kids do to get there, you will prove on that, right? Management. So, like, it, it's part. We have to be part of all the change. We have to educate there. So, in that, if we educate the people, we educate the community. They understand how much effort and how how difficult is the sport. Um, you know what I mean? I. That's not what they're doing in the other sport. Like basketball players get millions, football players get millions. Come on, why MMA MMA fighters don't get millions? It should be. Like, you you cannot bring a basketball player and say, I want to be an MMA fighter. I, 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 listen, kid, I think a lot has to do with the lack of having people like you to bring them up. I mean, like we said, in the, in the last 20 years or so, Fighters have just been, I mean, they've been, man, they manage themselves a lot of it. So they've been taken advantage of, I think, in the pay scale and every because everyone would just fight, you know, weekly. I mean, and I think now fighters are getting smarter, marketing themselves. There's a lot of social media out there, backlash about the pay scale. I think, yeah, the UFC is going to not, I don't think they're going to catch up. But yeah, I mean, you guys are making different oh, difference. I think, I think it'll be a change. I, I, I do, I do believe it'll be a change. We early in, in this sport. I think it'll be a change. Definitely. I'm sorry that again, these kids are the influence of their community. You know what I mean? Some of the, some of the kids, like you know, coming to for for a broken family, right? Um, you yeah. know, they're going there fighting, made it, made it to professional. That's like have a doctor degree for that that guys, right? <laughs> it is right. And now, like the the second, the second, the second niece, the second cousin, believe that he can do that, and this is gonna benefit that 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 the community in one way or other, right? So, I, you know, I think the the fighting is one of the toughest sport of course in the world, like. Is 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 unique for me. Like I is, I can express. I I been a I been a soccer player. I I play soccer a lot. You know I've been doing all the sports and still like when touch fighting jiu jitsu wasn't like is is needed. Everybody should be having. Yes. Right. Hundred percent. So as that dude say, you should be dangerous and then you should learn how to control it. Right. Yeah. Like oh, Yeah. Like that. That's a that's that's a perfect man right there. Yes, yes. Right there. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, um, you know, I wanna leave off on one thing uh here before I let you guys give a bunch of shout outs and stuff and whatever. But yeah. what what's coming up? Um, you know, everything's settling down for December. Cods are flying up in uh January, February, my I mean they, we probably got about five or six local MMA cards coming up uh, you know, in the new year. You mentioned, uh, you know, Cage Titans. You guys really haven't been there. 
Uh, what's your uh, what's your uh, output here, and what are you looking at heading into the beginning of 2023 with these uh, studs you got in the uh, you know in the corral? So uh, we 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 will, we will start competing in February. We have uh, Combat C and EF and uh, Combat Zone coming in February, right? Oh, so. um, Combat Zone we don't have the day yet, but that's the three show that we 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 come in February. We go jump again. We don't like we don't like to go at once. We take we put a bus and we fill it up with people and we yeah, try yeah. to go on the show. So bring the party. Um, I express I we probably will have between seven to six debuters debuts coming up outside our our five six guys they have been fighting really consistently. Um, the A squad and the A squad. <laughs> we have like a, yeah. six to seven debuters uh, for February. Uh, Saying that the gym is growing, more athletes are coming to the door. This the kids who are debuting, they're training for like you know the, the past year. So now they're on the point that they can debut and you know see what we can do. Uh, and that we're really excited. Like you know the holidays is is December. We the last fight was like two weeks ago. We have a long season and again. We was competing. We will have December. The kids can enjoy the family. Training never stop, right? It does. Like what the way I teach them, this is your job. So training don't stop to you, but you don't have the pressure that you will compete. You have to fight all the men. You know what I mean? You don't have that pressure. Yeah. So they can relax a little bit, and actually we like to explore. We we pray a little bit to to some of the drills and all the stuff, all the paces that we've been doing. We give a little more freedom at the way we teach. We come, we run the style, have some games, stuff like that, into the. You know, five weeks, six weeks for every fight, we start getting in camp. We divide, the, we divide, depend on the kids who won't fight and no fight. Some kids go to Muay Thai, some kids kickbox, some kids doing MMA. Uh, we try to match it up with their way. We create packets. Uh, we create uh, a for every camp. Uh, we go and compete again. So in February, we go do that all again. Hey, uh, yeah. what, what, one question before I, Joey speaks. Was, uh, how many, is it just you and what, like, who's part of, like, you know, the gym? Like, is it just you two guys? Uh, or, you know, you give some jobs to the younger, you know, the younger fighters coming up. Hey, you got to do this, you got to do that. Or is it kind of just you two guys running it and uh, kind of scheduling and doing everything? Ooh. Alyssa, shout out to Alyssa. She is the gym manager and she crushes it here nice. on, on the home front. She's doing her thing, ma making sure everybody's taken care of, doing all the medicals, Good building the fighter key. applications and, you know, the database for everything that we need, making sure medicals are up. Uh, I mean, obviously me and Walter are the technician side of things. We're there at the fights. We're traveling on the weekends. We're holding pads for everybody. You know, we're game planning. Uh, and you know, there's some other people that are helping the gym, you know, not to shout too many people out, but you know, Ben centers has always been huge, huge sponsor of the gym. Ben centers trucking out of Brooklyn, New Hampshire, uh, has always just helped the, the team out. And then we have our younger guys too, teaching classes, you know, because I mean, my elbows are only going to last so long so, <laughs> it's time for these young men to take their licks and, yeah, and, you know, that. and I that. feel like to really grasp a concept. For you to really understand something, you should be able to do it, and then you should be able to teach somebody and be able to articulate yourself well enough to where that you can teach somebody that skill. I, I think that's a, that's the ultimate form of mastery. So, you know, the guys are teaching classes, and we're telling these guys, like, hey, 
You want new, sh you want, you want the gym to get bigger? Hey, start, get, get out there and freaking get your friends in here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's grow the gym together. This is, this isn't, this is, this is chess, not checkers. You know what I mean? Like we're playing the long game here. So let's build something long lasting that's going to have a legacy and, and, you know, produce. Excellent, my Sounds man. Amazing, that was bro. perfect. Sounds I mean, amazing, bring in your yeah. friends here. Um, bring them in and let's grow yep. this thing. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, last thing I want to say, um, you got a stud out of that camp, but he seemed a 115-pounder. Julian Menjava. Yeah. Listen, I have to mention him because I love that kid. I steal his memes and his shit <laughs> off fucking Facebook all the time. Yeah, he's a good follower. I saw him uh, make his amateur MMA debut at Neff. Maybe it was the same uh, card Mike was on. I, I can't remember. Um, he had a finish in that fight. He came back. I don't know if he fought for um, Combat FC or Combat yeah. Zone, but um, I think he was just undersized in that fight. What ha like? What's with him? I mean, I know is he stuck at like 120 pounds? What's going on mm -hmm. with that poor kid? Well, Julian, Julian is like yeah again. He's five three, 150 pounds, 190 pounds. Like not only that, he's full of muscles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. But anyway, so. Yeah, we we found we found one fight at one, one fifteen NEF, and we talked the fight. And after we was look, I was looking around. We almost take a fight in Chicago. Didn't happen. Was one more hundred fifty pound guys. Um, didn't happen. And we took a fight in Combat FC. We fight a guy Conor Hughes. Yeah. Who normally like it's a little bigger stuff. You know me. And like, again, guys, like I go ask Julian, hey, just like a junk or just like a. You know, pick him here. What do you think about this? Yeah, I'm fine. Like, no even, yeah. no even. Like, no hesitation. No question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, all right, you know he will try to take you down because, you know what I mean? I don't think he fight. He, well, he does. Yeah, I say it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I say it. So, I don't think he can fight, so he'll take you down. Um, we work on it. We give it weight. He weighs 115. The kid put way back. And we start the fight, right? The kid did what he had to do. He won. Congratulations. Boom. Um, he's back in the gym. And we go find, we go find, I pretty sure we're working on it. We're working really hard to find guys his size, 120 at least, 115. Our goal is like taking more like combates, like Combat America is one where they have a lot of small guys. Um, you know, one championship, have a lot of small guys. So, but again, we have to be able to have the experience. And that's the reason that we compete. Yeah. Because no matter what we do, if we don't have the experience, how he go build himself, right? Mm. So we didn't have no more options to like, like have a guys a little bigger and stuff. Um, you know, try to compete with the guys. And here's the thing about that. Um, that experience level that he got was unmatched. He went into... Uh, I don't want to say hostile because um, Combat Zone, they're very respectful there. They, 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 you know, great crowd. But he went into that, you know, Connor's backyard, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Undersized, a little undersized. And uh, he went in there, man. So that's a huge, huge experience and boost for that kid, even though he didn't win that fight. Julie's a savage, man. And I've been saying it too. Like, like I'm, I'm starting to work a little bit more. Both my, myself and Walter are working more 
like one FC rules with Julian is like, dude, it's, just, it's only a matter of time before you get that call. Like you're like you're gonna get the majority of your experience from Pancrase in Japan and probably one FC. Like that's the route you're going. You're, you're because of his size, you know. You remember Tai Chi Palace back in the day? That was like the only show that had 125ers. Uncle Creepy came out of there. No, but I'm, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look that up after I know the Uncle show. Creepy. <laughs> yeah, dude, look up Tai Chi Palace back in the day. That was like the premier show on the West Coast that had like all the 125ers and 115 pounders. You know, and like, and unfortunately, like, I mean, fuck, I don't know if, if you know anybody, send them our way, please. Yeah, we gotta, we, get, we, 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 we to find them. Uh, you know, those, those. Uh, fighters' kids and grandkids at this yeah. point. Though, you know, very, we, we, we didn't <laughs> have that over here. We're gonna be spying them on Facebook, finding these people oh, out, and fucking checking out their fucking families. There's probably training everywhere. These kids. So uh, talking, you talking a lot, a little bit to the people who have the gym. Yeah, we have coaches. Uh, we have no, we have a, we still have young men around teaching, helping the guys. He's training. He's getting consistent. He's getting back in health. He will have, he have a little health issues last year, but now. He, Getting back in shape, helping consistently. I have a uh, my judicial coach is Tom Tom Hughes. He's here to consistent helping with the guys. We have we have Jamie who hold pads. Uh, we have a personal pot woman Nina Camilo. Go wrap all the kids' hands, like she wrap everybody's hands. She does. She's learning the cut technique for us to doing all the you know how to cut and stuff. So we. Yes, like we created a, a legit team with everybody getting in their strong, in their strong feet, right? So everybody has their niche. Everybody has their niche, and they're working really hard for it. Like that's a team. You know, yeah, that's a team. Like we need every single person in there. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, you know, we sit down here, talk ideas, and we try to put the ideas together and make it happen, right? Last show in Combat Zone, we was able to have a boot on it, so the fighters, after every fight, the fighters coming in there, saying hi for the family, you know, have, like, because before when I'm fighting, every time I, oh, I have all these fans that I ask him to come, and now the fight is in, and they're going one way, I don't yeah. have really time. Yeah. So now, you know, you finish the fight, the kids are here, like, they can say hi, they can take their pictures, make it more easy for them, right, yeah. to... to to really thank you, these people who, who help us to keep on doing what we like, you know what I mean? So there's there's another reason why these guys are we're smart. thriving, yeah. the younger, because we have uh, these guys that have done it and uh, have ideas how to. Uh, well, well, before the idea, the idea was like you you get the fighting and you use the fighting, right? Yeah. But I don't think it's that. Like if I get the fight in my gym, okay, I will make I first I go analyze and see if you're worth the investment. If you want investment, I invest in you. So you become professional. I don't get no success if you don't become professional. Right? Excellent. Uh, last things, guys, man. Um, I mean, you did a lot of shout-out just now, Walter. <laughs> but uh, anything uh, you want to say before I let you go uh, and uh, throw your social media out there? Um, and uh, we'll get going, man. Uh, great chat, guys. Yeah. I, you know, we have a good time. Dude. I've been at, like, I've been thinning myself out at going to fights, but Neff is always one of my favorites. Uh, I haven't been to a Combat FC event yet, but I will be at their next one, definitely. But I've been next to you guys at quite a few shows that you guys have been cornering at, man. <laughs> and let me tell you, like, I don't have the camera rolling. Sometimes we do, but it is a fucking blast to listen. I mean, to listen to you guys. It's it's amazing. I mean, people you don't 
you don't get this, but I, I'm there as media, and I listen to you guys, and it's fucking, it's amazing. It's it's just fun. I mean, other coaches do it, but to be on the side of you guys and watch you thriving and the passion that you two motherfuckers have. Yeah, it's funny as fuck, man, and the fighters love it, man. And uh, yeah, you're bringing them up the right way, bro. And yeah, I, you're and doing something I, right. Yeah, I commend you for it, man. And uh, it, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Definitely good stuff. Thank you. Like, it's no other way, man. We want it. I, I, we really want that. I, I consider myself a real ambitious person, right? Um, you know, my goal is there, be in the same room with all that big guys and try to compete with them. I don't, I don't want to go there and be with them. I want to compete with them. Right. I want to know if my shit really works before I fucking get to that hole, oh, yeah. right? Like, I just want to see it. Like, like, come on, man. And like, a kid from Peru. I'm here now. What's nice. up? Yeah, exactly. I was wondering Excellent. that. And, and bro, you're making a mock. You've made a mock in uh, your MMA career and now as a coach. Both of you guys, man, um, we need people like you in New England, bro. That's what's going to get us out of this hole. And uh, I look forward to what goes on in the future as far as you two guys. I will always support you guys. And all the, you know, the teams that you cross-train with and uh, the fighters that you... Uh, Represent. With that said, Joey, social media, and then I'll leave it off to the boss on the the left of you. Uh, to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talk about everyone. We forget about uh, Joe and Kono. But anyway, Kono fight that fight in combat zone, and Joe Pierce fight that fight. Yeah. Joe Pierce was a controversial fight. We won the fight. I will, I will say we won the fight. It's MMA, not wrestling. Take downs with no control. It's not considering points. If I escape every takedown that you take me down, that's not a point. If I finish two in the rounds in top position, I do dominate the last minute, that's a win. So, hey, one thing before I let you talk about Connor Buckets is that dude has the best tattoos in the game right now. That fucking dude is fucking smoking. Uh, he's a good kid. I've, I've, I don't know if I commentated or uh, filmed one of his smokers in the past, but I know he weighed twice as much as he weighs right now. He was a big, blimpy kid, turned into a, turned into an amateur fighter he because you got... He came back to the gym too far. The first time he was 220, got his mom crying. I like, you know, the fucking kid was fighting two weeks ago, 140. And look at yeah. me. I can't see fuck. I'm like, fuck I, it. Am I, I, ta I, am I fucking tattoos rock, motherfuckers? It's like, I, I just talk yeah. about this, make me excited. Yeah, yeah. So you can tell I, you love I, it. Who is the next one I'm going to do this? Uh, right? Who's the next yeah. one to do this? It's nice. Just, like, doesn't matter if he win or loss or whatever, right? Like, he's 140 pounds doing something. Paying attention what? How many people have come from 800 people? <laughs> Buddha views, a dozen people is watching that fat kid from me, 240 yeah. pounds, now being a fucking killer, right? Yeah. Come on. And, Come on. And, and Joey, you talked about that. It's just not, you're not just evolving as fighters. You're making them better in, in every part of life. You know what I mean? That 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 confidence it elates to everything you do. Fuck yeah. yeah. It's, so, right. it's so good that it's theirs. Is there everybody having it? You having it? Everybody, <laughs> everybody having it? They just have to fund it. 
go to a local gym, go to a jiu-jitsu place, go to wherever. People who want to share the energy with you, and you will find that. Yo, that's what that's what I just did. I just got my purple belt at yeah. Triforce in oh. Pawtucket. You fuck know, like, I fucking grind. Hey, yes, you thank you. Purple belt, right? I, I swear, I swear to God, it's from listening to pro fighters <laughs> like you guys. It's from being here with Steve. Uh, it's all about it. It's it's the information hey, in my brain, dude. Oh, the hardest he, 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 It was he, hard to get there. He joined he joined around the COVID time yep, alone and by fucking, myself. I walked in. We're getting killers out of covid because they were forced yep. to learn yep. and to be like to train because that's all that yeah. was there man and yep. those fighters coming out of covid are fucking gonna be our next generation because they wanted it exactly they're grinding yep. exactly we had to close our doors we had to lock the doors it was secret shit fucking good stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for real hey 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 dude Dude, hey, dude, 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 listen, listen. Hey, Joey, I was interviewing, like, I might have interviewed you during the COVID times. All these fighters are saying, yeah, we're in, like, a two fight. Yeah. We've only got two people we fight with. Meanwhile, everyone's telling me off to the side, yeah, we yeah. haven't changed. We're no. all fucking rolling. We never stopped. We never, <laughs> never stopped. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's limited numbers. It's yeah. crazy you hear people being thrown around. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you remember... You, you remember, uh, Domino, we have like a what, one car garage? Freaking like, you cannot move. We have like 20 yeah. people. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, you got to yep. get it done. As yeah. long as you stayed with the same 20 people, I think you were all set. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, Walter, Walter, with that said, man, throw out all the social media for the gym, your own, anything you want to say, and I'll let you guys get out of here, and we're going to, uh, uh, you know, spend five minutes uh, talking shit about you guys and end the yeah. show. Never. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So our Instagram, our Instagram is KTA, KTA Academy Dashua. Uh, our website is www.ktaacademymma.com. Um, that's that's about it. I, I remember. I want to say thank you to my sponsor. We have Sequel Development. It's a big sponsor. My love, I love it. We without him, nothing is going to be a starter, so I have to really put that. Ben Center is one of the big guys, too. They always help us. Um, you know, uh, we're working with uh, A199 Creators. Now he's working a little bit with our media, some image production for the fighters. Again, it's such a young age. We're trying to give it all that to the guys. So so when they development, they already have, like, some weight behind them, right? Uh, some information. Some stuff to like, even if it's not with us, all this stuff is for them. Like you take it to you and keep keep grinding it, right? Uh, so that's it. That's that's about it, right? Yeah, uh, you can find me at. Uh... Oh no, Greg. It's my selection. Shut up, Joey. Shut up, Joey. Everybody, he did. So he did a cool thing, right? For like. Probably what seven straight fights he did a 500 bonus for the amateur, uh, for the amateur if he nice. wins the fight. That was covering the kids' medicals, that was covering the kids' traveling, was covering the kids' everything. He did that consistent for seven fights, he's still doing it. That man is like asking nothing. The only he asked is to we go in there and <laughs> put it on the line, put it on the line, like you know, what I mean, and we do it in grass, like yeah. everything. She, Every single yeah. this guy's going there and we fight 
for 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 them. We fight for them. They believe oh, yeah. in us, right? So we go there and fight for them. It's a family, dude, man. Uh, you know, if they succeed, you succeed, and vice versa. So. Uh, man, that's that's what it's all about. Uh, you know, not being selfish and giving back to each other to make each other stronger. The fighting mentality. Um, Dudes, thank you fucking so, so much, dude. Hang out with you, man. Yeah. Person one day. Yeah, we got to drink some beers after a come fight. In. Come, on, come on in. Come on in. Hey, dude, after that Neff fight, uh, after the Neff card, because I, I, one of our fighters, you know, John Piesma was the, the main yeah. event. We all went out, bro. Um, we had a great time in Maine, in yeah. uh, you know, in just the bars. People, you know, people hated us or hated John in that area. <laughs> uh, but the people outside Haters. of the arena, in the, the the you know the real people, they loved us, man. They 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 were just friendly. Uh, Maine is a great place, and I can't wait to see you guys back at Neff. At Combat FC, at the Combat Zone, and wherever the fuck you guys want to go, because you got a army coming in 2023. Yes, sir. Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> All right. Follow me on Instagram, Gomez the First. Uh, and uh, if you know anybody that's 115 that's looking to get their ass blew up, hey, give us a holler. We got a dive for him. I love it, man. I'll shoot for that kid. I love that kid, man. He's funny as fuck. Um, <laughs> a lot. Hey, dude, a lot of the lot of the lot of the shit is in Spanish or whatever, but I still laugh at it anyway because I know it's funny. <laughs> that, 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 that kid have a crazy story. You see how small he is, right? He crossed with that with that with boom. He he have that what was the Naka kids that they, they come because he was for Salvador, so he come back with the with the game whatever. So he he was uh he come with he crossed the so he crossed the front there. With a daughter, with a sister, and the sister was like a 11 years smaller than him, walking for like two months straight. Oh my God! Like he have a crazy story ever. That's the craziest story. All right, we gotta get him on. Yeah, uh, that, that's with, a that's a fighter got, story got, right yeah, there. I gotta get all. I listen, it's dude, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna be attacking your fighters in the coming coming. <laughs> my, listen, last thing before I want to say, I've tried to listen. I've tried to f interview Amanda like 15 times already for fights. That woman cannot get a fucking fight. Shit happens. Um, so next time she gets a matchup, tell her not to contact me because I'm an omen to her getting that fight. We're gonna do. We're gonna, wait, listen. We're gonna we're gonna do an article, a big article on her instead. So next time we're doing a, a like, which it, because we have no women in MMA in New England, and we have to bring these uh bring these women up, man. So yeah, uh, yeah, we, we we have some some girls in here that come in. We we are the first, and we have some girls in here getting ready. Mm. Um, yeah. Dude, send him my way, man. The, 2023, the, let's blow KTA yeah. up, man. The, the girl, uh, the girls you, who train with the guys, really show yeah. amazing technique. She's, she was like, she was like the first and only woman in the gym for yeah. a, a while, yeah. dude. Yeah. So they, uh, they gotta work hard. Oh, good, yeah, good. For a while, yeah. yeah. She's training with your guys throwing hands all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. 
Good Yo, girl. I've seen a man beat the shit out of grown men. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Dude, dude I gas out in 20 seconds. So uh, I, 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 I'm trying, I, I, I'm I trying to get Steve to come train with nah. me. You know? yeah. All right. With that said, guys, I'm old, tired, and I'm, you know. I'm kind of old, too. You know? Yeah. I talk too much. Hey, congratulations, man. Porco is the hottest bear in Jiu-Jitsu. But guess what? Now you stop. Oh yeah, now the now the water's now the water's deep. I know. Awesome. I, I appreciate awesome, that, man. Dude. It means a lot coming from you guys. That's Trust all, me. That's a, that's awesome how you remember that, too. That's a good oh my God. fucking coach That means so right much, there, man. man. That means so much. You know, you hey, know, I just hey, got it, so I'm really proud. Hey, with that said, uh, get the fuck out of here. I gotta I gotta get to sleep pretty soon. So yeah. guys, yeah. hey guys, right, guys, hey guys, you know I love you. I, I've known you for years, uh, you know, with Team Link and uh, hanging out with all those guys and shit, and I'm loving that you guys are thriving and uh, bringing up that new generation. Yeah, man. And I can't wait to talk to you in 2023 and some of your fighters, man. Make sure, uh, you know, you keep me on that Rolodex because we're going to have a lot of podcasts together. That's right. Yeah, man, for sure. Thanks for having us on here. Give us a platform. All right, my man. Joey and Walter, bro, have a great night, man, and uh, a great holidays if, uh, you know, we don't see each other on uh, the comment section of my shitty memes and stuff. So <laughs> You will. You will. <laughs> All right, guys, you have a good night, man, and I love you both, man. Great show, guys. Man, talk to you soon. All right, later. Later. Fucking A, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. That love was that. fucking good shit. Yeah, I love man. that. They, they were great. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's two veterans right there yeah. in the game. Yeah. Humble. Tommy. So good. So good, uh, those guys are what they do. That's what it's all about. Brett Martin, man. Love you, dude. Brett Martin. Uh, shout out to him. He had his uh, his girlfriend actually fought. I hope it was girlfriend. On a combat zone uh, kickboxer match. And uh, I think he had a couple other fighters from there. He is uh, from Maine. He's... So these guys we're talking about Nashua. Are they in Maine though? No, they're in New Hampshire. Yeah, so Nashua, Nashua. I, I fucking lived in Nashua. I fucking, oh, that's right the right area I grew. It's, yeah, it's, it's, not too far it's the over border. The yeah, yeah, no, Nashua's the first town yeah, in the, the border. Um, Hooksville, Hooksville, yeah. and uh, Nashua. You know, and oh, yeah. combat zones right yes. there, right across yes. the line. Good shit. So them guys, like they said, they want to make like a kind of a Lausanne's, a Triforce. Yeah, in New Everyone. Hampshire, that everyone yep. comes at a certain nights or. Or whatever, and they're doing it. Look at the two oh, coaches right killing there. Killing it, mate. They, the they, that, that was a great interview. They were great. talk about passionate dudes. Oh man, fucking. I got chills. And talk about Actually, killers. I got a hot on for a second Yo. too, man. Yeah, yeah. I should We, we can get out of here. You want to grapple? Fuck am I? You want to grapple? No, I don't want to grapple. <laughs> I want to talk one last thing about that hoodie because uh, it looks fab, and then we want to talk about your purple belt oh. a little bit because uh, we did. We talked about that like. Like three, like we talked about that past episode. Like the, I mean, we talked about a bunch of things, and they came up like two so, weeks after. So a couple, what's going on? Well, so we started doing promotions a couple of weeks ago. It usually takes a month to do all the promotions. People come different times. Keep you know sometimes. Yeah, to get them all. Yeah, together. yeah, to get everyone to get the thing. So uh, a week ago, I got my fourth stripe on my blue belt. A lot of people coming up to me saying, I thought you were going to get your blue belt, uh, your purple belt. This is a guy. It means nothing. You know what so I mean? the, is the fourth... Uh, you, you, is get four, you, you get four on each, and then the next is the next color. Oh, so you were, you knew when you got that fourth, you were on the... Yeah, the yeah. So, yeah, right so I got purple. the fourth a week fuck. ago, right. and I said, fuck yeah, here we go. Three, <laughs> yeah. three, three, four, five, six fuck more months, yeah. and, and, and we're going to grind it. Maybe you I'll get my purple belt. Yep. Like that oh, it's super motivation. I don't expect... you know Some people jump a stripe, they'll have three... Uh, stripes on their belt and they'll get their belt and it's it's crazy. I understand. Yeah, okay. sure. So got my stripe a week ago. We did our fucking promotions on Monday. They fucking said we would talk to a bunch of coaches. Tommy, you're fucking getting your purple belt too. 
congratulations. I wanted to cry. You know what well, I'm saying? Why like, not? I mean, so it's a fucking mad journey. On you Saturday, died on that mat. For on a long Saturday, time. Dave Jones got his black belt. At I love Coach Dave. Dave. Friday, oh. Day Jones. Oh my God! And that was one of the most spiritual, emotional experiences. There's no one who fucking loves the sport more than Coach Dave Jones. And fucking, he got it. You know, he got his black belt, and there wasn't I'm, a dry in the house. All the people I've rolled with, mm-hmm. which isn't too many, but mm-hmm. Dave Jones yep. was the yep. most, like, pleasant, oh. where I felt While like, he's kicking the shit out of you. Yeah, but yep. I didn't feel drowning as much nope. as other people. Like, And he can make it, he can bring that. You know well, I mean? he made me, he made me. He knows to go. Try, he knows you know? to go with who he's. He, he's the ultimate teacher. Sorry, he, I'm a pussy and I quit. <laughs> you, know. you you didn't quit. You'll be back. Uh, of course. He Dave Jones, Coach Dave knows. That's why I haven't given you my gi yet? No, I, you're not. You're keeping your gi. You're coming in. You're keeping your white belt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my gi with my big. Do you have any stripes? Do you have any stripes in your belt? Any fucking. It's not. It doesn't even have a smudge on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. See, I'm gonna. I'm a purple belt. I'm gonna be taking. I'm, I'm gonna Tommy, teach a class at some point. Goes yeah. up. Tommy, go. Yeah, right. the back of my head. By the yeah, way. that looks nice. I like that. I like the. I like that down fade. The, yeah, the hawk fade. My my barber suggested it. Yeah, I've been with him for seven years. Nice. He was nice. like, dude. I think. Yeah, he knows. Good. And if he doesn't like it, then change it next time. Yeah, I can just shave. Yeah, that no, it looks good. Like it looks good. Thanks, man. Um. So yeah, congratulations, uh, that, thank you. Appreciate uh, you. I love and, having you here as a co-host. Oh, the journey. I appreciate that, man. Uh, and and I telling you, I'm telling you, bro. Being in here, talking to pros, talking to you, talking to MMA and jujitsu enthusiasts, fucking totally ups my game. You know what I'm saying? My God, how can we talking to these fucking I'm amazing coaches right here? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, you wouldn't imagine, right? These two coaches we were just talking right here. How could that not be an inspir- inspiring awesome. to me? They These so fucking happy. guys. Oh my god. So happy. And Walter, the guy with the 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 the, the least well, English, yes. fucking took over. Fucking you know, he was Peru. talking the whole time. Peruvian. Peruvian. Oh fucking amazing. Dude, soccer motherfucker. Oh, oh. Handsome as fuck too. He, he See probably, the teeth on that guy. Uh, he probably fucking. They're just glowing. He probably bring the pain. He is a handsome devil, dude. They both were. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Joey's Joey's yep. Joey's actually a diesel mechanic. Oh yeah, um, as you know, full time uh, in this. He His was in the service. Pop, yep. I think working on okay. helicopters. Yeah, he was saying he's coming from Cali. Is he a New England guy or is he from no, Cali? No, no, no. He uh, when um, probably because of the service, he has yep. places to go. Yep. But he trained when he was in the UFC mm-hmm. in uh, in Cali nice. with all those you know those the killers gyms. there. Yep. And um, I don't know how he you know got to uh, New Hampshire. New I think yeah. that's where he's from. Okay, uh, yeah, that's, when, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, when. I think when he got to the big time, yep. or right before that, yep. and that's why and he came back to his roots. Some crazy, tough motherfuckers. So, um, dude, great fucking podcast yeah, with always. you tonight. Yep. Um, Good one. I'll be back Friday with Aaron Hughes. No, yep. and I'll be uh, back next Friday, next Wednesday. Yeah, next Wednesday we have Shane. Yes, oh, Shane in here, my man, um, my training I've partner. I've never spoken to him. I'm gonna be very excited. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna be leading that. He's whole, a hot uh, shit. That yeah. whole podcast. That'll basically. be a good one. Um, I'm looking forward to that. We're going to be dissecting his past a little bit. Sure. Giving yeah, him yeah we'll get into it. As far as what's coming in 2023, his last fight. Such good things for Shane. His, he's uh, He's got a, so much CBS. potential. Good for him. Yeah. Good kid. Um, yeah, it'll be after training and all that. I don't, yeah, know, if, I don't yeah. know if he'll train, but I'll train. Well, I told him. Uh, you guys can talk about it. It doesn't yeah. matter. Whenever you guys get here, that's when the show stops. That's right. Man. It's all about you guys when you get here. Oh, yeah, so. that's right. Tommy. 
Yeah. Fucking pleasure, bro. Oh, always good, man. Um, so I'll see you next Wednesday. Next Wednesday I'll be we'll back be here. Friday night. And um we'll be doing more fight companions. I just want to say. Any weird fights this weekend? Well, Saturday. There's uh a Some fight. UFC? Night. Fight yeah, night. Yeah. Uh um Stephen Thompson against uh Wonder Boy, I knew that. Yes, Wonder Boy against uh 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 the the guy that talks a lot, the black dude that like he's awesome. He won on the ultra, on uh contender series. Uh, Bobby Lee, no. Lost to Shim, Chima, uh, Chima. I have no clue. Uh, uh, Holland. Yes. Oh yeah, Tolland. Holland. 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 Last name Holland. We'll see. I'll have to I look. Got his fucking I'll last have to bring it up. Now. Yeah, we'll have to bring it up. Um, but great, great, great guy, great matchup. But yeah. I'm not doing a fight camp campaign nah, for that. Nah, not for the fight nights. But I want to do a fight companion for the next UFC. Which is on a Saturday night. Sure. We'll make it, yeah, yeah, I want to. Yeah, I love it. But I'm gonna put it there. What's and, the uh, What's the main event? Uh, I don't know yet. No, yep. I, it might be the. Uh, it might be the. Um, it might be the. Mazavol. No, fucking. No. Uh, 145 pound title holder against the 155 pound title holder. I don't know. Um, oh, Khabib's guy. Another Russian. <laughs> Nur. Nur uh, I can't even think. I'm sounding like an idiot. The guy with the cleft lip there. No, that, no. Chimeo. Yeah, yeah, but he just he's uh, he uh he fought Holland. Yeah, he, he choked yeah. out. That's like, why I'm just getting confused. Holland. Oh, that was a close one. Uh, that was, right, that was a fast one. Because I'm fucking. I have no idea right now. <laughs> Our factoids are fucking my not fucking, working. My resin hit joint and fucking three bears in oh, yeah. right now. Infused pre-roll. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was my nice, huh? it was my VIP night, oh, nice. but I do have one rolled uh, that is fucking fabulous that okay. we're gonna go smoke. Okay, at this moment. Yeah. With that said, don't threaten uh, me with a good time. Thank you so much. Buy a hoodie, it looks fabulous. With that said, thank you, Joey Gomez. Those guys are great, and Walter Smith Cotito mm -hmm. from Rose. TKA. With that said, we the cheers. Fuck out of here. Boom.